0: Hello, welcome to episode four of Daily Musings with J.P. Hummingbird. Today's show is a Valentine's special. (laughs) No, it's not, but yeah, happy Valentine's for anyone out there who's uh, enjoying this festival. I don't even know what it's about. What is Valentine's Day about? Let's have a look. Uh, I guess I should introduce... What I'm going to talk about today, I was thinking, yeah, after last week, I kind of very, I was very detached. I wasn't sure what I was talking about. Uh, and maybe I should have some structure to these. But I like this idea of sharing this sort of stream of conscious, you know, of what's going on, what yeah, you know what I mean. I've talked about it a lot, uh, for those who've heard these before. But let's just have a quick look, it's a bit of a distraction but what was it what? so St. Valentine I'm assuming was a Catholic St. Valentine it's the feast of St. Valentine that sounds good doesn't it, they should call it that Uh I like the idea of a feast rather than just two people sitting alone, I mean <laughs> perfect environment for it at the minute isn't it Uh what was it about then? Become a significant cultural, religious, and commercial celebration. A commercial celebration. That sounds ominous, doesn't it? So it was originally to celebrate Christian martyrs. Uh, and then I guess, yeah, these things get very commercialized. But so the feast of St. Valentine was established by Pope Galaseus. Uh, 496 A.D. Huh. Well, yeah, if that's what you're doing, fantastic, and I hope you're enjoying yourselves. Uh, so I'm going to... Today I'm going to talk about... I thought, Yeah, towards the end of the last podcast, I was talking about this guy called Beisau. I don't even know if that's the correct pronunciation, but he was a Japanese Zen monk who who left his monastery and and just became a, like a peasant tea seller, you know, which is sort of at the time was very lowly uh, occupation. So he joined the layman, went back into the red dust of the world. And I love this idea about uh, the red dust of the world. Uh, and going back into it with with the with more centeredness. And so, yeah, what was one of the, he says, you know, 70 years as a Zen monk. And it's like, as though that time, you know, you could look at it and say, oh, that's a bit of a waste. But but all that, I mean, yeah, probably 70 years is a bit too long. <laughs> I haven't said that. But uh, the, the sort of, the strength that gives, it gives you potentially, I mean, I don't know, uh, but, the, I mean, you might already have it, so, you know, it's fine. If you've already got it, you don't need to do anything like that. And maybe he didn't need to do it, but with that sort of retreat or renunciation, and, when, and, when can, and then when you come back, you have this stability, this base to stand on, so you're not, you're not being battered about by the winds of change Uh, and yeah if I think about the people people I really admire in my life it's people who are not afraid they they might be afraid but they just embrace being on their own being with somebody being in a group it's it doesn't it's not they don't get unbalanced because somebody's not there or somebody is there and Yeah, I find that a real great quality. I guess it's linked to self-worth. It's, you know, yeah, maybe if you value yourself, you're content to be with yourself and you don't, yeah. And I I was thinking, yeah, this, so when you come back with this strength, if if you've been able to, if you can spend time with yourself and then you come back with this strength, I mean, everything changes uh, and yeah it was I spoke a bit about Leonard Cohen last week obviously I you know I admire him greatly and, and that was a, a time in his life he's, he wasn't afraid to withdraw you know and gather himself and I, yeah I think it's very I'm not sure if it's a if it's a noble thing to do but it's Something well worth doing, especially if you're struggling, especially if you're if you're tied to something or someone or and that affects you in that way it's definitely worth investigating i mean uh this week, yeah, so after talking about this noble character who's sort of you know cast aside all kind of worldly things and he's just uh You know, living one day to the next, and you know and I, I mean i there was a time when I did aspire towards that in a way, but I'm well and truly in I'm in this sort of <laughs> maybe the, the middle of life, I guess you know I, I heard this quote once where they say uh the closest so children and old people are closest to god uh Middle-aged people are the furthest away with their worries about mortgages, and I can't. I mean, I've totally fluffed it, but yeah, it's just this idea of uh, getting in in that sort of material section of the world, and I don't even like using that term, but yeah. So, I mean, this week, so the first few weeks of this lo- this sort of period of lockdown, I've been reading heavily and aspiring towards, you know, art and music and poetry and, and, but that has significantly dropped off this week because, and I'm, I'm covered. I'm literally caked in red dust. Uh, I, at the weekend I was phoning. I've been trying to reach out to old friends. It's something, uh, I've been building towards for a few years and, uh, and it's, it's fun, and I was I spoke to an old friend just to see how he was, you know, and, and obviously, and I remember because in the early days of this sort of crypto Bitcoin thing, he he was uh, he you know he was one of these early guys who knew all about it and was keen on it, and but just thought ah oh, it's a bit I can't invest in this so, and obviously it boomed and. Uh, there was a, remember the last time I spoke to him, he was very bitter about this. Uh, but this time, I, and I sort of we, we was chatting and catching up. and Then I mentioned it to him because I thought, oh you're still bitter, you know. And he's like, nah, because uh, he's been, you know, investing and and uh, he's done pretty well, you know. So and obviously, and then that, and I was sort of interested in it because I'd spoke to people about it. And, I mean, everyone loves the idea of passive income, uh, and uh, yeah, I just went down this whole, this whole, this last week. I've been down this crypto wormhole, and uh, and I know that sounds ominous, but it's actually been a lot of fun. I've sort of there's a few friends of mine who've who are, who are. Yeah, who are just balls deep in this world. And uh, it's been fun listening to their stories and and learning about this uh, whole new sort of world of... Uh, <laughs> what is it? I guess venture capitalism. No, it's not venture capital, but, you know, this... I can see why capitalism is so successful. Uh, because it's just exciting, isn't it? Uh, speculating and accumulating and and just trying to weigh up make decisions and you know what who you're going to bet on uh, how you're going to respond and and you're looking at these these charts going up and down and and you're reading about information and and i guess uh, it's just and then you can you can get really carried away down these wormholes and then you sort of you start getting thirsty for knowledge and then you're trying to reach out for help. And people think, <laughs> I remember one of my friends, he was like, I was, I called him on Skype and he was sort of, he saw, oh God, I was, I was thinking you'd be all, all freaking out and stuff, but you actually look really calm. And I was like, yeah, it's fun, you know? Uh, and I was just wondering where that, and it's just made me reflect on everything really. Uh, just the rise and fall of of fortunes, relationships, of love and of uh, uh, states of mind, of uh, happiness. Uh, you know these. You know it's, it is really. Uh, I guess it's when you look at these sort of things, you think, "Oh, that's that's crazy! How does it work like this?" You know this. You look at stock. It, you know these exchanges are going up and and then you just think wow that's exactly how life is you just just rising and falling and and yeah i mean and when you go through these fallow periods in your own life where you know i've been through periods where i've withdrawn from friends from family and and these are sort of painful events and and when you see it in your friends and you know it's, it's all so painful and and when you see them on the way back up you know it's, it's very joyful and it's just yeah I'm not surprised the way it all links together uh, the way it mirrors that uh, and yeah I'm just really uh, so it's just been interesting observing or, or witnessing these uh, interesting states throughout this week I mean my reading my reading has gone down like it must be 90% it's plummeted i managed to read a little bit a friend of mine Dougie Love recommended uh, this book uh, what was it called A Homage to to Catalonia which is uh, oh, I can't recall his name uh, It's the author who wrote 1984. But, you know, he's he's just... It's like uh, he's talking about his time on the front lines of this sort of revolutionary Spain and uh, very good and very interesting. He's just describing scenes of war, you know, and it's just like... It's not pretty, you know. It's just... Even though the fighting is very... amateur and there's not a lot going on, but there's just this idea of... He describes just feces and uh, and the cold and yeah, it's not you're battling against these elements, you know, uh, rather than actual hand-to-hand fighting or shooting guns. I mean, his gun is so old and he's scared to fire it almost because. But it's it's lovely seeing his interaction with the with the Catalonians and and the culture differences, you know, this British man uh, journalist. Educated and amongst this, these Spanish, uh, Spanish, oh, I say, I mean, it's a mix of Spanish, Catalonian, but these just everyday people, and he's just he's blown away. He's frustrated by the, by their lack of sort of discipline, and but he's blown away by their hospitality and the way they uh, they sh- they're very magnanimous about the people like they talk like there's French soldiers are joining in the struggle and they they're very effusive about how good they are as soldiers not in a and in no way sort of jealous or it doesn't put them down in any way you know I love it when you can talk about other people from a position of strength like that you know they're not it doesn't threaten them that somebody might be more skilled or more you know uh it's just a statement and an observation where he sort of it's, it's Auden, isn't it wh Auden, i think but he's sort of saying you know potentially like an englishman might be like really they they would never be able to say that a french soldier was competent or or bet i mean no way better you know and that was interesting sort of this uh this pride of you know we are yeah and that's a, i guess that's 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 vulnerable. That's vulnerability, isn't it? Is it? where you can't sort of comment on the truth without it affecting you. Yeah, no, I get it. I just think it comes back to this self worth. Self worth. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't think you can you can manufacture it. I think. I think maybe it can grow, and you can find strength in it. Uh, or it can be, or maybe the self worth is there, and it can become clouded and it become. Uh, but yeah, sorry. That interesting thought. Uh, so yeah, re- reading has gone down. Uh, definitely doing less, less uh, yoga. Uh, although my yoga practice is very gentle these days. Uh, and yeah, just. Consuming time, you know, investigating, reading up on things, and, and uh, yeah, and I almost felt myself getting carried away, and I thought, and and I'd sort of predict what was going to happen, and it was just interesting seeing it unfold, and definitely getting carried away, but not like carried away sort of in action, but not in not in mind, you know, the mind still just just like ah. This is fun. This is uh, interesting. And, you know, today I'm just reflecting on it and I feel absolutely fine. It's it's definitely been an interesting rabbit hole. And, yeah, I, I don't know, Some I might pursue a bit more. But just trying to find the right space for it because I think headspace is kind of a precious resource and you've got to direct your attention to where your aspirations lie. Uh, And I think, yeah, I mean, that makes sense, doesn't it? So that was fun. Uh, And then this last night, it was a friend's birthday, so we were up till, we just had this big uh, Zoom call, and they are... Yeah, I do like this Zoom, it's quite fun, uh, lots of people, lots of these faces on the screen and and you're trying to, it's interesting, you're sort of communicating with everyone but you're looking at different people on the screen and you're seeing how they respond and it's like you're almost, uh, you can sort of share thoughts in a way, I don't know how that, or someone who you know, someone will refer to you. you might not be paying so much attention. You're listening, but you're not paying full attention. There's someone who, oh, so you, and just buzz you in, and uh, yeah, I found that fascinating. Uh, this, there were some funny things that occurred, but I'm not sure I have much to go into depth of that stuff. But uh, yeah, wonderful way to. I mean, so thank, uh, thank whoever this thing, this platform exists because it's such an uplifting way to connect with people. Uh, I'm wondering if it'll even become, I mean, we're always talking about, oh yeah, after this lockdown, we'll get together, after this, we'll get together. But I mean, getting together is such a chore <laughs> and it's so expensive and it's always, and it's so much more, uh, <laughs> oh, that's bad, isn't it? But Yeah, just getting together with people in the comfort of your own house. I mean, there is value in that, I'll be honest. Uh, Just being able to fix yourself a cup of tea, fix, uh, you know, get the temperature perfect. Check in, check out, go to bed whenever you want. You know, you don't need to get a taxi home. I wonder how many people are going to go back to the... the, uh, Yeah, it's going to be interesting going forward. Uh, but that brings to mind what else another platform that's lifted off that's been a interesting distraction uh, is this I don't know if you've heard of it but it's called Clubhouse and uh, a friend of mine uh, Neumann he, he introduced me to I mean he invited me onto this thing I didn't have a clue what it was but you know, I sort of joined in and you can enter these rooms where people are chatting about different things and and you can create rooms and uh, yeah, there is some fun in it. It's kind of like talk radio but <laughs> uh, but there's no one, I mean you can host things and you can chat but it, I think there's, there is some definite magic there. Uh, when you get in a little room and people can and you're with sort of people, intelligent people. You can have some wonderful conversations and there's a huge value in that. But inevitably, you know, as it takes off, you know, you can be able, you can be in a room with some amazing conversation and then someone just comes in and it's usually someone trying to pitch something. They'll just come in and, yeah, hi guys, uh, I, I'm, I'm here to, uh, and they'll just tell you that, you know, they're obviously a CEO or something and they'll start trying to, I don't know what they're doing just trying to sell you something or sell themselves but and you sort of, yeah you just sort of leave quickly because it just from that point on yeah you know you sort of the conversation is going to die off uh uh but yeah but it's funny because i hear it's starting to grow more and i've heard of people you have to invite people onto the platform and I've heard of people selling their invites to people, you know, for $80 and things like that. It's just made me laugh that people are so desperate to get on this thing. And I, I, I have these invites and I, I can't even give them away. My friends could not give a shit. I'll, I'll invite friends. I'll, <laughs> I'll even ask friends if they want to be on it, you know, just so I don't waste them. And then they'll say, yeah, that sounds all right. And then I'll send them an invite and then they just don't even bother. It's funny, man. Uh, I quite enjoy that. So, yeah. Yeah, I think this. Hopefully you can find a little niche space on it where interesting conversations can still go on. But there's one recently they're talking about, you know, bloody Kanye and Elon Musk having a a little powwow on there and obviously that's just gonna god knows what's gonna happen when it takes off fully uh but yeah i'll probably there's one ah, what time is it now yeah so three o'clock today there's i'm going to join in this there's a talk with rinpoche uh that might be interesting so i'm going to join in that and then later this evening i've set up a room called is it possible to live without coffee and uh (laughs) <laughs> talk about that. I've just been thinking about coffee a lot lately, and uh, I am in a full coffee ball run at the moment. Uh, I just—I oh, mean—I've always loved coffee, uh, but yeah, I don't know. So I feel like I'm—I'm pro- I'm not even drinking loads of coffee, but I can feel the effects of it. I don't know. I don't think you actually feel it till you stop drinking coffee. And if you stop drinking coffee, your body will go through some very interesting changes. And, uh, and then, yeah, I just, but yeah, and then when you go back on it, you get this lift, you know, and then you don't really notice once you're back in that coffee routine, uh, but definitely I have this, like, my left eye twitches, I don't know, and I think that's good, <laughs> that usually means I've been drinking coffee for too long, and well, obviously not getting enough sleep, but uh, I think the coffee plays a part in that, or, or caffeine, but uh, I mean, it's just too delicious, isn't it, it was always my favourite, I remember when I was younger, and I'd always want coffee ice cream, I loved the taste of coffee ice cream, and and then used, to, I mean, you get this, the boxes of sweets, you know. And there was a little coffee-flavoured sweets. And my dad used to want to hoard all the coffee-flavoured ones. And the, but I, I, lo- I love the coffee-flavoured sweets as well, you know. But I, I'm pretty sure they don't even make these coffee sweets anymore. I don't know if it was roses or whatever. And uh, yeah, I wonder if they're going to bring it back now that every, everyone drinks coffee. Or, well, you know, I mean, the coffee's. Oh, no, I'm not going to go down. <laughs> I was going to get coffee snobbish and talk about how, you know, milk, if you put enough milk and sugar, I mean, is it coffee anymore? But yeah, let's not go down that route. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I was. So, yeah, also, I was. The rise and fall, you know. Uh, rise and fall of whatever, everything. Uh, it's interesting. I was chatting to another friend the other day, and he was... And he's on the up, man. And, and I've, I'm so... It, it, yeah, just... It's beautiful. To, it's beautiful. Uh, but he was saying... So he mentioned last week, saying, oh, maybe you should read some of your own poems and uh, maybe I've got one here that's appropriate I don't even know if... well let's just read it it's called Listening to an Oxford Lecture Whilst Eating Soup As Simon Armitage delivers a heartfelt Oxford lecture addressing the conditions of modern British poetry I sit comfortably in my electrically heated apartment steadily consuming spoonfuls of home-cooked carrot and parsnip soup. All the while, my left hemisphere churns quietly through the fallen fallow friendships that feel very real and intact, yet appear as flickering shadows, neither here nor there. Yeah, I sort of... Yeah, I've been trying to, I guess, reconnect or is it, I was going to say resurrect, but that can't can't be the right word to use, but just sort of reconnect with, with these, you know, when I guess a true friend, you know, because it doesn't matter how long you've not tended to that field or you go back and they pick up the phone, you know. Not pick up the phone, but, you know, you just carry on where you left off. It's like I said at the weekend I was connecting with with an old friend uh, who's now a crypto crime lord. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, you just carry on. You just carry on where you left off. Could be a year, could be two years. uh, You know, maybe three lifetimes. (laughs) And... You just carry on and that is so it's joyful to, to experience that. Uh, and I guess, yeah, I'm, I'm, I guess I've been seeking out old friends. I don't even know, is that even right? Old friends? I mean, they're just friends. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I guess relationships rise and fall and sometimes you think you have fallen out. Sometimes you, maybe you're not in touch with someone, you don't even know why. Uh, or you feel, and then you feel like maybe something's happened, something's gone wrong, and you have no idea, but, I mean, whether it has or it hasn't, it's probably worth just, and I guess you don't even have to physically contact the person, you just gotta, just gotta connect with them, uh, and man, I, I, yeah, I don't know where this is going, but, just thinking about someone, and hoping the best for them, maybe, or, but best connect, I think connect, Yeah, connecting is definitely the way to go. If your friends are on the up, connect. If they're on the down, connect. If they're in a trough, connect. If they're in a peak, connect. I mean, that is, that's the... You know, realistically, that's the best thing you can do. And if someone is down, listen to them and, and connect with them and try not... And just, yeah, just be a friend. I was listening to that, yeah, the other week in one of these clubhouse rooms, I was listening to this Rinpoche and he was talking about being a good friend and and then some, someone uh, called up and was saying, oh, my friend's really down, you know, I've been telling them what they should do and this, that and and she was like asking for advice and, you know, he'd already given the advice, it was just, just be a good friend, just just listen uh, and share, but yeah, I guess sometimes when, you know, you can overcook it, you want to help a lot and you push it, but you can't, you've just got to be patient. Uh, I mean, like you have to be with yourself, you have to be patient. When you're in a, when you're in a bear cycle, <laughs> when you're in a low you've got to be patient with yourself and and show yourself some kindness and yeah you can't keep pushing when you know when when the stream is strong you know you've got to be you got to wait it out and then when it when it starts to calm then you can start to move around a bit and uh, and start to reach out a bit again and uh yeah i've definitely i mean no there's i no i don't everyone's had these experiences, and yeah i really I'm taking this opportunity now of re this this rebuilding phase of or oh, this ball run I'm on, to use this terminology because it's funny uh i want to re Connect with these fallen, fallow friendships, you know, and uh, yeah, almost to see if they're real, not just dreams. Uh, just living on the edge of edge of uh, your conscious space. I don't, yeah, I'm intrigued by it all, and uh, I'm looking forward to it. Right, I think I'm starting to drift off a bit now, uh, I feel like I've had a good run of interesting streams of conscious there, uh, and I'm hoping you're enjoying this, and if you're engaged, definitely get in touch with me, If and if you if you enjoy what you're listening to, share, uh, spread the word up, if you're around this evening and you're on Clubhouse, <laughs> 8 o'clock we're going to talk about coffee I mean that'll be the start of it but it always ends up fascinating uh, yeah it's, it's, I'll be I'm co-hosting with Tom Newman and uh, yeah always always a great discussion so I'll, uh, I'll bid you all farewell and uh, happy valentine's <laughs> Uh, I was no right. That's it. I was going I nearly came up with a catchphrase then, but <laughs> we're not going down that route. Yeah. All right. Take care, everyone.